This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Ezra, episode 710, The BlizzCon Could Have Been. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Metros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Hello. How you doing there, bud? I'm sad. What, why are you sad? Because I should be over at BlizzCon. Well, I should... I should be coming back from a BlizzCon well-celebrated, seeing some of my favorite people in the world and enjoying their company, and instead I stayed home all weekend in my house. Because that's just what life is now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So how you doing there, Ali? <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty much the same. I'm also, I'm also sad. I'm trying really hard instead of being overly bummed at what should have happened this last weekend and instead celebrate what happened last year because it was amazing. And because that, that was my first BlizzCon. And, and sometimes I'm good at that and, and, and focusing on the, the celebrating the memories it did create. And, and sometimes I'm not. And and I get a little sad. <laughs> how are how are you doing there, Medros? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm, I would have been home, home anyway. I, I probably wouldn't have been at BlizzCon to be honest. Um, I mean, for for those who don't know, um, uh, somebody from Blizzard tweeted out on Friday that had nothing pandemic related happened this year uh, that would have been the Friday of BlizzCon the start of BlizzCon my heart and and that was a bit of a stab to the heart to you know one or two hundred thousand BlizzCon hopefuls it is it is sad uh, to to recall the BlizzCon's past and, and all the memories um 
it's sad to think, you know, if if things hadn't gone the way they went, that we we some of us at least would have been over in Anaheim, uh, seeing all our friends and enjoying ourselves. Uh, I would have been streaming from home for the weekend, doing twelve plus hours of BlizzCon streaming. I'd be preparing for Halloween this week. And, um, I mean, I think, I truly think that we wouldn't have Shadowlands still. Like, we still wouldn't have Shadowlands at the beginning. It would probably would announce for after BlizzCon, and then maybe delayed at BlizzCon, uh, if not for COVID, if it had to be delayed at all. We don't really know. But, um, I think there's a lot of stuff that, uh, this to me does give me a chance to reflect, reflect, and and think back to all the memories. And I I did a bit of a thread on on Twitter of some of my favorite memories of BlizzCon, and I mean that, that's just what I have pictures of. There's so many more I don't have pictures of. Um, going to medieval times and going on going to the I can't remember the name of the pirate show that we went to. Oh, I uh, that. I think you'd love it there. You forgot the name of a pirate show. I'm disappointed. It's a medieval times like thing. I oh I yeah, it's like right across there. the street from them or something, and they had a big rivalry. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about it. <laughs> I think they're run by the same company, actually, but I think the staffs may have a rivalry. Um, but you know the uh the 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 BlizzCon parties that we've been invited to, and uh, many world of podcasts and come before the storms, um meeting so many people, like, not only the bucket bucket list people, like, the Morheim, the Samwise, the Metzen, um, the Ghostcrawler, like, the, not only those, but, uh, meeting Celestalon, and Lore, and, uh, and, and just so many people over the years that I, I just can't, even name everybody that I met that that I enjoyed meeting. Um, I, I remember very fondly Mugiver came to the, his first BlizzCon in our second year. And uh, I had a spare invitation to bring him along to the Blizzard party. Um, and just seeing his face light up when he'd meet somebody that he interacted with so much online and, and had so much, uh, so much, so many memories of online, but now these people are there in person and just how happy he was to meet everybody that year. Um, it just BlizzCon has a lot of memories. Um, and yes, we can be sad that we're not there, but, um, I will be very happy to have the memories I have and to hear all the incredible stories from those who do get to go. Um, Toasty, what, what were your... What, what what did you think back on this year? Over the weekend? Uh, I was just reflecting on all, like, the variety of people I've met over the years of going to BlizzCon uh, and all the people that I, you know, continue to talk to as a result of meeting them at BlizzCon and thinking about all the people I met in Club Tito's who are just a fantastic group of people 
meeting up with uh, my my now guildies in Phalanx of Nod, which was a blast. And you know, hanging out with Robert is always a lot of fun. Just it was every every con before the storm. I have great memories from every single one of those, and I'll never forget them. It was a lot of time reflecting on all the people that I only get to see once a year. And just being super bummed that I wasn't seeing them. I mean, don't get me wrong. BlizzCon is a lot of fun. And I enjoy going to all the events around BlizzCon. Like the panels and opening ceremonies, closing ceremonies, all of that. Um, But... uh, you know, you can get experience out of the virtual ticket. the the thing that get, The thing that brings me back every year, that makes me want to actually make the trip to Anaheim every year, is hanging out with my friends. And I'm really bummed that I can't see any of them this year. What about you, Ellie? Oh my goodness! I mean, I only have the one year <laughs> to go off of myself. And I feel like there's too many things to pick one thing. I know I went in and my social anxiety was spinning out of control. And I was really nervous about letting these friends I had made online and whatnot see me in person. Because I was (laughs) genuinely terrified that they would think differently of me, think less of me once they met me in person and I would lose those bonds. Just, I'm going to be completely honest. That's, that's what I went into it. And I mean, it started, it was such a weird roller coaster in the beginning because when we got to our hotel room, our room, like our window looked out at the row of palm trees and the convention center. And it was magic. It was like, Oh my God, like this is actually happening. I'm actually here. And I was giddy and my husband was laughing at me. And then Telsey, you and I were like, okay, we should meet up and say hi. And I looked out the other window because we had a a corner, you know, room. And Telsey was downstairs in the parking lot waiting for me. I'm like, that's, that's, that's Telsey. Like he's right, he's right there. Like this is actually happening. Like he is in the flesh right downstairs waiting for me. And then all of a sudden, like my social anxiety spun out of control like I almost chickened out I almost regretted doing the entire trip it was really bad but once I got downstairs and it, it was it was a little awkward at first <laughs> but you know anyway, we hugged and chatted and made jokes and that was like my icebreaker I needed to be okay and to realize like I'm just hanging out with friends I'm hanging out with a bunch of geeks and it's gonna be a great weekend and it ended up being more than I could have ever guessed. You know, you have friends who talk to you about BlizzCon and how it's a magical weekend. And I didn't believe it until I experienced it. It really was a magical weekend to be surrounded by your people, to be around a bunch of geeks and to be accepted for who you are and just hang out and have fun and geek out and get to be that part of you 
part of you that maybe, depending on your job, like I know for me, I have to suppress hardcore. <laughs> and so to be able to go in person and to get these, to get to meet these wonderful people and to hug my friends and to realize like, hey, like they actually care about me. Like this is not just in my head. Like we're actually friends. This this is real. This is happening. And then to experience the energy of BlizzCon, that just electric I don't know how to explain it, but energy <laughs> of being in the room when they announce things and, you know, opening ceremony and I could go on and on and on and gush for a whole nother hour. But the whole thing, meeting so many friends, I mean, Toasty got to meet you, Frasley's in chat. I meet Frasley, who is the tallest gnome I've ever met. But <laughs> it was, it was amazing. And I'm so grateful for all the people I met there all the new people I met there. And I was really looking forward to this year because I went into last year with my social anxiety holding me back and feeling like I was a nobody. But I left knowing that I mattered and that I was accepted. And so I was really gung-ho to go this year and not have that social anxiety and to feel comfortable because I knew the area that the convention center's in now. And I was, I was, mm, I was so ready. But that's okay. There will there will be others. And I like I said, I'm I'm trying to focus on celebrating the memories made instead of the what could have been's because that just makes me too sad. And I don't want to be sad. So I would be honest, the picture of you two still makes me mad. Because I went four years in a row and that fountain never worked one damn time I was there. <laughs> I Not was really a excited single time about was that fountain working <laughs> in four years. <laughs> I like the little froggies. Like, I was so excited about it. I really like frogs. And so my husband was like laughing at me because I was so excited about the frogs. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they look great when they're working. <laughs> they, they really do. Drained. Then. <laughs> That, that entire thing, Allie, the entire... While you're talking, the, the only thought that was in my head was, man, imagine hugging your friends in this day and age. Like, I, Right. That's like, such a weird thing to think about now. <laughs> it is. Like, I've, I've had very, very socially distanced coffee outside with my best friend. She was, she was my work wife. Like, we're super, super close. And it almost pains me to not hug her. Like when we separ- when we you know split for the, the time after our short meeting, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's hard. And so the thought that you know last year there was a, a million hugs all around or high fives, handshakes, and whatever, and the fact that it just feels so foreign now is mind blowing. I think we can we can all realize that you know looking at the time that BlizzCon would have been. This has been a really bad time to have a convention. Uh, either the first wave was done, which it wasn't at this point for the States. This has been a really bad time to do a convention with 38,000 geeks all in close proximity. Yeah, I mean, like I clearly support their decision. This was... this w- It would be the newest, like, hotspot and Blizzard would be blamed for everything and it would be horrible. Like, it just... It's not... They made the right choice, and I fully support them. Yeah. I can still be sad um, about it, though. 
<laughs> it, it is. And, I mean, I'll never get to watch Toasty double time a, a, corona, a couple bottles of Corona. Like, never able to see the, him, him drinking, tra- drinking two bottles of Corona at the same time. I mean, never going to happen again. But, you know, that's not Blue Scott's fault. I mean, you might be able to see him and I have a drink at some point. I got him to have him drink me last yeah, year. Yeah, but it'll never be the... I mean, no, the, he's not going to double before the storm, it, but... two Coronas at the same time. No, but... I mean, it was an Irish car bomb, right? Like we, we, it was that was still pretty good. No, it was a Jaeger bomb. You're right. You're not Irish car bomb. It's a Jaeger bomb. You're right. I'm sorry. Oh man, toasty, toasty back then. Jeez, I don't remember much of that night. And and, and <laughs> how much t- t- convincing did it take to get uh, Seraphis to wear a Jets cap? Oh, he lost a he lost a bet. Okay, that was um, that was that was after the Preds and the Jets were facing off in the uh, Western Conference semis. Yeah, I tried to get him to wear a jersey, but he wouldn't go for it. <laughs> uh, understandably, I the hat, the hat. He doesn't look, look happy in that picture. No, he didn't. He he, he really wasn't. <laughs> well, I guess he shouldn't bet on the losers then. I guess. Um. But yeah, I, I, like just so many memories of BlizzCons, uh, and you know, we can look back at what we don't have, or we can look back what we did have, yeah. um, and we'll, we'll have a BlizzCon line um, in the new year, and maybe we'll get a BlizzCon in real per- real person in November next year or October. Have to wait and see. Um, but I, I will simply end this with saying, at least I know I was right. I think I, I think I originally picked this day too. I didn't think they would do it on Halloween. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I did not think they were going to put it late in, in later in November, and I didn't think they were going to do Halloween. So I, I was pretty confident it was going to be this weekend. Uh, and also, um, really unhappy with that picture you, you posted of uh, of the path to the convention center yep it's a, that hurt it's the same that picture it's the same picture i take um every uh sunday night before i leave the next morning sit in the same yeah. spot take the same picture yeah that's uh it's a magical place um yep and uh you know once i win a lottery and and you know i'm a millionaire i'll be going every year yeah, that picture is t- you know that fountain in the middle of the of that walkway. Yeah, and I, I sit I sit there and take a picture. My favorite was one of my favorite yeah, spots to sit down. That is my happy happy place. You know, I, I, that, that is where if I want to imagine, you know, just a relaxing, calming place, it's right there. Plus, it's within stumbling distance to the Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or, you know, a Morheim greeting away from the Hilton, at least, right? Oh, right. So which which of the pictures I posted do you like better? You and Morheim or you and a, a Wampa hat? Morheim, obviously. Okay. Despite the circumstance... The, the, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I said, the Wampa hat's pretty good, but I agree the Morheim picture's better. Yeah, despite the circumstances leading up to the Morheim picture, like, that's my favorite picture. 
That was just so cool. Yeah, anyways. So, let's... Uh, any other final thoughts before we move on? I'm sad. But it's okay. 2021 is going to be here eventually. And just think how awesome and epic that's going to be. I am going to... I'm going to hug so many people assuming social guidelines allow it. <laughs> uh, I, I I mean, I'd like to be there. Time will tell whether that's a reality, but uh, I just want to know everybody's having a good time. That's my big thing. All right, then. Um, so I guess let's talk about this week in a while, I guess. Or what we did in well, we haven't much, we haven't talked about that bit at all. Oh yeah, we can talk about what we did in well. That'd be good. <laughs> uh, Allie, uh, how was your week in well? Pretty good, pretty good. I did a couple of mount runs and, and got nothing. But that's okay. Kind of expected, which helps. And I'm continuing my questing for finishing two sides of every tale. So I did a little bit of the war campaign aspect of that, which was interesting. I did the whole part with uh, them having Derek Pridemore's body and seeing it from the her perspective was, like I said, it was it was interesting. And I did more of the questing through Nazmir, which made me really happy. <laughs> it was last night. And I did the whole Cragwall stuff. And one friend told me I was a little giddy. <laughs> because I loved it so much. It was it was a lot of fun. It was good times. I really like that quest line. I would totally do it again in a heartbeat. But yeah, that's uh that that's about it really. It's been busy yet not busy. It's been a weird week. It it's just it's it's a weird year. Um but yeah, mostly that part of that is also cuz I've been doing some Overwatch because of wanting to get certain pirate Halloween skins. But, uh, you know, that's that's not surprising, I'm sure. But, yeah, that, that's about it. How was yours, Toasty? It was pretty good, actually. Um, I I neglected my mount runs again this week in favor of leveling a variety of alts. Um, I've been playing around on my uh, survival hunter a lot, and I'm really liking it. I got her up to level 39, I want to say. Yeah, level 39, and I'm not even all the way through Jade Forest yet. That show wow. is a problem. But I'm also queuing up for dungeons, too, so that's probably not helping. Um, I also leveled up my Arcane Mage. Uh, that one is up to 47 now. So I'm almost done with that. Um, uh, leveled up my Windwalker Monk. That one's not doing so great. Like, I keep getting distracted by other stuff. Mostly trying to find a transmog that is befitting of a Mohawked Wildhammer Monk. <laughs> um, suffice to say, I am struggling. Right now, I might just lean into the whole... Um, have you watched the new Cobra Kai series on Netflix? I have, yep. So there's a um, Hawk. The character Hawk. I, I, I'm pretty much coming to terms with that's the with like that's the kind of monk or martial artist that uh, 
that my monk is going to end up being because there's no other way I can make a like a, a typical tr monk transmog fit with the look I've chosen for my wild hammer monk. <laughs> so I'm kind of leaning into that, but I still got to find something that that hits all the right buttons. So most of my time playing on that character was spent doing that. Um, made some more progress on my shaman class hall. Um, and wow, you know I think that might have been it actually. Just well, just lots of alts, but tis the season. What about you, Medros? It is about that time. Um, did a fair bit of Paragon uh, rep farming. Uh, I've got up to almost up to 600,000 gold across all my alts. So I'm feeling pretty good there. Um, and I got my priest, uh, my shadow priest up to level 50. Nice. That was, uh, that was on lunch today. So that was good. And then I now got all the characters that were already in BFA up. So, not sure what I'm going to work on next. Um, I did get a bit frustrated because it seems like the um, uh, the foothold quests, at least for the Alliance side, are broken. Uh, where you get a quest to go pick a, a place to go, and you pick a place to go, and then nothing. And I vaguely recall also... When other characters hit max level, they had a quest to go out, or they had to go see um, uh, Magni to get their Heart of Azeroth boosted up. But I, I got nothing from him. So, feels like there's a few things that are like newly to max level that are just broken. And. I, I kind of want them to fix it, but I also know, like, do they even want to spend the time trying to fix that for a few weeks of stuff that I, where it'll actually matter to any degree? Uh, so I don't know that it's really worth it for them. But it's really annoying, and, and I don't know what to do about that. Uh, I, I, I will either be picking up my uh, Lightforged Drenai Paladin, or... Uh, I, I don't know yet. I seem to recall you having a warlock that could probably get leveled up some. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's that Void Elf warlock that um, we agreed that you would level up? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Called out. I think I have a clip saved somewhere that I could... I don't think you do. That I could insert into the show when I'm editing. I don't think you should. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't Just have one. for the record, I don't think you should. I don't have one. And I'm too lazy to go Anyways, back and find it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it feels kind of odd, because, like, I've got a bunch of 50s, and then everything else is, like, 20-ish. And it's like, you know, you need a little more. It, it feels odd to have them, like, so... It feels like a lot of time, but I know that it's not, because it's, like... is very, very quick to level those up. 
um, especially with the Drone of Ten Lands. So, um, I don't know. I might tr might pick up my my uh, Lightforged Draenei Paladin and uh, see if see if the process is a little easier. I, I do characters mid level get to choose where they are, or are they are they kind of stuck where they are at that point? You can go and talk to Chromie and do Chromie okay. time. I've done that for a couple characters. And that's in the capitals. Yep, I guess. All right. Then I then I then maybe I'll do a poll or something to see what uh, what expansion I should go to with him. Mists. <laughs> well, it depends. If you has back, been back to Pandaria. If you're looking at efficiency, apparently um, Warlord of Draenor is still pretty efficient at leveling up quickly. Um, okay. Uh, Card Freak was actually pointing out to me on stream the other day that uh, if you go through the low-level Cataclysm content, because it, it, through okay. through Chromie time, and if you're in war mm -hmm. mode, like it's almost completely deserted. Okay. And that makes competing for everything a lot easier, and you can level up pretty fast that way, too. Not quite as fast as Warlords, but still mm -hmm. pretty fast. And I realize now that I've said that and put it out there, it's a very real possibility that, that some people will will listen to that and, 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 and attempt it. So, sorry for screwing it up, potentially. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I don't even know that I will. I may just like just keep doing rep farming and stuff. Uh, just go do a bunch of world quests, um, and uh, and stuff like that. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's not like there's anything coming up world quests that I need to do. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, my week while was just rep grinding and uh, leveling an alt, pretty much. So now that we are done, let's talk a little bit about this week in WoW. All right, so this week in WoW, Howl's End is still going on. It's going to continue until October 31st. Uh, we've also got the World Quest bonus event running from October 27th to November 2nd. Day of the Dead starts on November 1st and ends on the 2nd. And Darkmoon Fair is running from November 1st to November 7th. That's it. That's all. I remember Darkmoon Fair this month, guys. I'm so proud of you. Yay. Now let's see if we can do it two months in a row. Yeah. That'd be good. We'll see. Yep. And I am going to park all my characters in front of that tur turtle t tonight to make sure I get the quest right away. I mean, if you want to. You could... I mean, I, I want the reward, so yeah. I guess if that's what you're... Ch you're actively chasing that, so that makes sense. Okay. Oh, I'm... I'm I need resources on all of my characters, and I'm planning to do world quests anyway, so I want to make sure I get the quest. Well, there you go. Well, as we mentioned, this would have been BlizzCon weekend. So, one might surmise that as BlizzCon would have been this weekend, that any new merchandise that has been recently announced likely would have been announced or released around BlizzCon, right? I feel like that's a safe assumption, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about the BlizzCon goodie bag we never got? Like, what, what would have been in that, right? Like, would it have been another Stein, maybe? Or would it all been virtual goods? 
It's hard to say. Maybe we'll just put another statue. A, a, a statue of, I don't know, the Jailer. I don't know. One thing that we know is that there's always cosmetic goods that come in the BlizzCon goodie bag. A mount, um, probably some flags in StarCraft and a banner in Diablo. But there's something that was announced this past week that I, I think anybody with any experience with BlizzCon knows this was going to be something you'd get at BlizzCon. So, Blizzard announced, uh, I believe it was Tuesday of last week, uh, uh, no shocking, not shocking to me at all on their timing on that, that um, if you subscribe to World of Warcraft for six months, you will get a new transmog item called Sprite, Daughter, Sprite Darter's Wings. Uh, if you do not want to subscribe for six months, uh, you can purchase the Transbox separately for $20 US. Uh, I took a look at this and decided not to. It, it, it's not really a Transmog item that I would use on any of my characters. And it's just, it's not me. Um, did either of you pick this up? Uh, not yet. No, I'm... I, I'm still still trying to dis make my make up my mind on it. I I know one character that would probably be okay wearing this because in my head she's a little bit crazy and out there and that look kind of goes with it if she was just to wear the wings, for example. I have a six month sub, so I automatically got it. Well congratulations. Well thank you. Um so uh, Ali, do you have any characters you would imagine wearing this transmog? One or two for fun, once in a while. Not my mains, not the ones I play with the most, but some of the other ones I, I can see potentially. Like I have a Draenei Fire Mage who is a jewel crafter and I can see her potentially wearing them. Like I said, I got a couple others here and there that, you know, I could I could potentially see. They're pretty cool. Like, really, the only one I could see using this was my druid. And it just it just doesn't suit him at all. He's very serious. He's serious business. For me, it was going to be my Pandaren shaman named Looney. <laughs> so boring. what you're saying is only crazy characters wear this. Uh, no, not necessarily. Let's call them eccentric. <laughs> if if you got an eccentric head cannon for your character, I mean, at least personally, that's what that's 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 the character that I would choose to wear it on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, again, I I don't really see this as something I really feel like I need to spend money on. Um, I, I did. I already spent most of the money that I got from my refund of my pre-order, so uh, I don't really feel the need to to put any money towards this, honestly. That's fair. It's not for everybody. I mean, it would have been for everybody who was going to BlizzCon or got the virtual ticket. Oh, if I was if I if it was a BlizzCon thing, I definitely would get it. 
It goes, but yeah, no, I, I just don't. No, not for me. <laughs> it goes well with the woolly pajamas we got last year. Was that last? Was that last year? Yes. I had so much fun running around on my warrior with with that transmog on, just because it was the idea. <laughs> the idea of it was just so stupid. Like, I was running around on the warrior with the trans with that transmog gun, and specifically, I chose the most corrupted weapons I could, the most corrupted looking weapons I could think of. So, uh, main hand was Girthalak from from Deathwing in the Dragon Soul raid. The other one was Zalatosh, the, the corrupted uh, Gorhal. I don't know. I don't know why that that I that concept was so funny to me, but it was. It's just like you know, super super soft warrior dude in his footy pajamas wielding two gigantic weapons that just look corrupted as all hell. I think that sounds fun. <laughs> so basically you want to look like a crazy person. I gotcha. Accurate. Want look, look, a, little, right. look a little unhinged. I'm sure that would be more than a little, but okay. Uh, but yeah, so dar- dar- Sprint Darter Wings, if you are looking for some uh, some new transmog looks, uh, look, look up the shop for that. Yeah. Also worth noting, like with all the other six-month sub things, you either have to, you have to have a recurring six-month sub. You can't have six months worth of game time that you added to your account. It's got to be one, it's got to be that recurring six month sub. So, yeah, there's that. Just any blizzard. Damn it! All right, uh, let's talk about uh, a, a. I'm sure uh, there's lots to talk about. So let's talk about some Shadowlands updates. Yes. So we did get a little bit of an update for. Beta. It's actually this week's Shadowlands beta build. So we're seeing a new renowned user interface. Got revamped. It is no longer attached to your reservoir UI NPC. It actually has your own, its own like dedicated NPC in your sanctum. And that should make it more clear on what your past rewards were, what your upcoming rewards are. And other rewards on the renowned track are in more appropriate places. So it's just kind of making it a little more smoother, a little more easy to understand, which I think is great. Soulbinds, the towns have actually been reorganized for not all of them, but some of them. And in most cases, the talent that was before the, the final ability for a soulbind is now one of the starter abilities. I think that, you know they've been looking at balancing and whatnot, so they're they're working on things. They basically tune this to match the more expected power level. I haven't had a chance to play with it myself yet, but I think this is a good idea. We also got some updates from Venari, our broker NPC in the Maw, who is basically the main reason that we can survive the dangers in the Maw and to provide us a shield from the eye of the jailer with the whole thing with him, you know, watching you and things get more and more dangerous and whatnot. So he sells he I say he because the brokers at I don't know, they're just they're just there. But apparently I missed that Venari here. 
actually has some voice lines and Venari is female. So I'm not sure I missed that, but, but I did. So Venari, she has some items now that are in part for Torghast and in part for the Maw. Now it's based on your reputation. And so the reputation, reputation levels go from apprehensive to tentative to ambivalent and to cordial, <laughs> which I thought those were really fun names. But a lot of them are one use items. Some of them, again, are for the Maw, some are from Torghast. Some of these examples include things like being able to use chaotic rift stones to travel through transportation in the Maw. Uh, another one that while you're in Torghast, your first death does not count against you, which is awesome. One that makes me laugh, even though it's not actually that funny, is Soul Stabilizing Solve, where you rub the paste within the sphere onto your skin and permanently reduce the duration of Tormented Soul effect when applied by assassins. I just, that, that tool tip of rubbing paste on your skin, I just, I don't know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> kind of the whole, it puts the lotion on the skin kind of thing. Yeah. But we also have some other stuff such as, you know, things that let you or give you the power to overcome the jailer's abductors. You have a chance to have the broker vendors in Torghast to offer you a rare option. Well, things like that. Extra anima hordes. Under the cordial standpoint, one of the rares is a possibility matrix. It says, come to a better understanding of the infinite possibilities of anima, expanding your selection of powers within Torghast. You will always see at least two choices when using an anima horde, which is really, really exciting to me because that gives you more flexibility to choose the build you want for your anima powers in Torghast. And there are some really fun and unique combination of abilities in Torghast that you can choose from for each of your classes. So... That is very exciting. So overall, that's kind of about it. But it's nice to see these little updates and whatnot for everything. Especially stuff like Torghast and Ma. Because I know all three of us enjoy Torghast. It's so much fun. Right? Yeah. Is there anything from these small updates that stick out to either of you? Uh, not particularly, no. I mean, the 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 different items to like change our experience in the Ma and Torghast are are interesting and cool. Um, I'll always welcome the I'll always welcome more choices with uh, the Anima powers because some of those just get chaotic, and I love it. Yeah. I just and I also just really like the idea that this that, that Venari never really actually likes us. Right. Like we just go through different we just go through differing levels of indifference, really, towards us. Yeah, if like cordial's the top level, not even friendly, it's just cordial. I, I'd like to see all reputations be increased, uh in the, the number of reputation levels. 
so that we can get all of these in there instead of just neutral. Like all this up to neutral, and then Cord just like the new neutral. Okay, so we go. So we have. So we'll have hated on the on the opposite side of the spectrum, and then yes. it'll be apprehensive, so hated, apprehensive, tentative, ambivalent, cordial, friendly, very neutral, honored. Uh, cordial is the new honored. Sorry, thought I said that. Well, te- so technically, because I, I actually just looked it up because I was second guessing myself. Apparently, the definition of cordial is warm and friendly. But to me, that word that word cordial does not sound friendly. Like it, it sounds like a like step below friendly to me. And the, the word cordial, you know, I always associate with a bit of formality, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I just I I want I want to see uh, some new new additional levels of friend of uh, reputation. Uh, and we already have the titles here, so we're good. It's all solid. <laughs> Man, imagine imagine job, trying Blizzard. to imagine trying to fix your booty bay reputation and having to work your way through hated, <laughs> apprehensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rip rip the people who did the insane grind. Yeah, I'm sure there there are many of them who are are just like done. But that is about it for updates, really, and kind of for Shyland stuff. It's kind of a lighter week as they're working on stuff and now evacuating and <laughs> yeah so you're telling me there's no update on the release date no no not yet that's probably would have been the first news item we would have talked about I, I feel i guess i mean yeah i mean as as expected right now there's they're, they're doing a lot of fine-tuning of the numbers and all that other stuff and we're still seeing you know some like i don't want to call them substantial changes because they're not substantial they're they're. I don't know what to call those changes. They're not substantial changes, but they're they're big enough changes that they're not just you know tuning passes and stuff like that. They're they're meaty. <laughs> not substantial meat, just meat. <laughs> so it's like a chicken wing, as opposed to a chicken breast. There we go. I like it. And now I'm hungry. Okay, well, I'm gonna distract you from your hunger with some with some news regarding classic. Now, I know yeah. we don't talk about classic a lot. Um, in fact, we've kind of stopped talking about it altogether recently. I mean, I, they're testing Max right now, which I don't think we've mentioned. But something that is going to be of interest to uh, a decent chunk of people, I would imagine, is. Uh, the classic beta was added back to the Battle.net catalog, which, you know, I say that people might people listening might be like, what what does that mean? It, it means that, you know, some it, it, what people are assuming is that it means that there's something there's some changes being made to the beta that we could potentially see down the line. Now, this isn't based on. Now, what people are assuming is coming isn't based on anything they're seeing within the catalog, because right now it's still showing all the classic information, and it's still marked as deprecated. But the fact that it's been brought back into the catalog has people speculating that we might be seeing a version of classic set in TBC, which understandably has a lot of people excited. There, there, there are a lot of people who enjoyed Burning Crusade and want to relive those glory days, and they might have that potential. They might have the potential to do so. 
Now, Medros, I'm not, I'm not going to ask you about your thoughts on this, because I know your thoughts on this, I feel like. You, you've made your thoughts on Classic in general pretty well known. I mean, unless unless something has changed recently that I'm not aware of. Uh, I'm pretty sure I made it fairly clear. Uh, in case I didn't, uh, no, I still think it's stupid. All right. Now, Ali, I know you said you you started playing a lot in Burning Crusade. I feel like uh, a bunch of your stories from when you started playing were from Burning Crusade anyway. Yes, how do you, yes. How do you feel about this? I feel pretty good about it. I... I enjoyed my time in Burning Crusade, and I can see myself basically what I do in Classic now, which is dabble. If if I had more game time, I would potentially play it more. At the end of the day, what I like the most about this is the hope of maybe then getting a, a Wrath version after. <laughs> Honestly, if something can get me playing on a classic, on, on like the WoW classic side of things instead of retail things, it would be it would be a Wrath version, right? Because that's that's where I started. I came in at the tail end of Wrath, and I oh, that tail that version end. of the, oh yeah, I came in just before uh, the Ruby, um, the uh, what was it the the Ruby Sanctum, Ruby Sanctum. Yeah, I came in just before Ruby Sanctum dropped. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I I want them to go to classic wrath. I want you both to play it, and I want you to get invincible there. That's just mean. That's <laughs> yeah. That is wow. <laughs> really, really feeling the love here. Are you though? Are you? Uh, yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> that would be really funny though. I I'm not at a point where I can call that funny. <laughs> like like I'm at the point in my mount run in my mount runs where I'm like, you know what, if it drops, it drops. I'm not expecting it to drop. It's something to do. And also I'm still managing to get some new transmog out of out of ICC anyway. So that's fine. I think don't get me wrong, if it were if it were to drop for me in a classic Wrath server, I would be furious about it. But like ten minutes later, I'd probably be laughing at myself. Like, of course, of course, I'm gonna get it now. Why wouldn't I get it? That's just that's just my luck. And I would laugh, and I would encourage everybody to laugh at my misfortune in that scenario. I mean, I would just feel it's like, I mean, you. Why were you playing classic? Like, you shouldn't have been playing classic. You've been spending that time running alts through through. Lich King and trying to get invincible in the retail servers. Yeah, but I miss the days of armor penetration. Oh, I do not miss going down to Crystal Song Forest and hitting things with no nothing, no weapons equipped, just to get my the the unarmed achievement. Yeah, I hated that. That That's so annoying. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of rough. I I remember doing that. I was very confused, but. I was very confused about how to do that because, like, like I said, I started at the tail end. Okay, how do I not die? I kept dying. Turns out I was just being dumb. Which, which anybody who's familiar with my time playing WoW and the stories I told <laughs> from my early days playing WoW would not be surprised about. My friend, I will simply say this: 
hearing all your stories in and out of WoW, I'm surprised you're still alive. I I have those days too, honestly. I've done some questionable stuff in my life. But it's fine, I'm still here. I'm glad you're still alive, though. I'm glad you're still alive. Just to be clear. Me too. I'm surprised I haven't had a concussion. I'm surprised I've had two and you've had none. Huh. Because you're the one who likes to go to places where people are intentionally hitting you. Yeah, it's great. Repeatedly. <sighs> Anyways. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't really care too much about Classic. And um, I am sure there are people who are be very be very happy to have uh, Classic Burning Crusade. I'm very curious how they're going to work that. Um, if they are looking at that, I'm assuming that they would be announcing that at, at BlizzCon Line. Oh, yeah. I'm still curious, Toasty, and I don't think you answered this before. Uh, what language are you planning to learn this time in line at BlizzCon? Um, let's go with Italian this time. All right, then. Uh, so as with, with the BlizzCon, like we would have had this weekend, uh, I don't believe that the lack of a BlizzCon changed their merch plans. Uh, and Blizzard did uh, launch a few new pieces of merch over on the BlizzCon store, your store there. Um, if you feel like taking the chance of ordering and having it uh, shipped to you from the company called Fanatics, um, and, you know, likely be broken, uh, you can get some really cool stuff. Uh, so, uh, the first thing is actually something I would consider getting, uh, for my collection. It is a World of Warcraft Shadowlands Collector's Edition pin. Uh, probably already sold out, but... It looks really cool, and I have a few of them already. Uh, I would definitely like to have this one for my collection. Uh, they also have a 16-month wall calendar for 2021. Uh, not really something that could delay until February of next year. <laughs> uh, not really a feasible delay tactic on that one, I don't think. Um, next up, they have a World of Warcraft Shadowlands desk mat, which is from Ice Crown. Uh, I think it looks really, really cool. It's the shattered sky over, uh, over Ice Crown. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I want one. I can't fit it on my desk, but I want one. <laughs> I I struggle to fit my the one I have on my desk, so I know how you feel there. Um, and then they also have a Bastion one, which, which looks to me really, really nice. Like, it looks very peaceful to me. Yeah, the best the, like, the Bastion one looks really good. And I would have that. I would like to have that particular scene as art because I think it would look good as art. I can't help thinking about all the stuff that I spill on my desk. That was that was my thing as well. I'm like, I love it. It's beautiful. I'd get like pop stains or or some kind of stain on it within a week, and then just be upset with myself the rest of the time I had it. Yeah. Uh and next up, they have a 22-ounce Arbiter Ceramic Stein. Um, if you have the... I think it's the BFA one. With the orc and the human on it. Um, it looks very much like that, except it's all, all like all white, except for uh, an art of the Arbiter uh, around the sides. Um, I really like the look of this one, uh, but... I, I we were talking about this in the pre-show, and I'm I'm really concerned about the idea of this uh, because I don't know a lot of people whose 
um, stein that like the one I have here uh, doesn't have the piece of metal that just fell off uh, over time. Uh, not being jostled, not being used, not being worn out. Just it just falls off, and I feel like this is probably likely to happen. Have the same thing happen. See, here's my problem with this arbiter stein. Okay. Why didn't well like? Don't get me wrong, Arbiter Stein, cool, you know, great. But how about giving us a sign with a lore character we're more familiar with? I get that the Arbiter has, you know, it's directly related to Shadowlands and all that. You know what else is related to Shadowlands? Bolvar. A Bolvar Stein would have been really cool. Oh, that'd be so awesome. That would be cool. Like the the the. the I'm sure this. Is, I'm sure that's do, this is doing it for some people. The Arbiter Stein for. For me, it's just it's just not. See, for me, I am madly in love with the Oribos sky. And that's what we see behind the Arbiter. So for that reason, I'm like, hmm, do I want to get this? Because I absolutely adore the Oribos skybox. Yeah, and like I said, it'll, it's, it will likely do the trick for some people. It's just not doing it for me. I agree. Like a Bolvar one? Hmm. Yeah, my wallet would already be out. Maybe they're saving that for BlizzCon line. Maybe. Yeah, could be. So they also uh, released one other piece, uh, and there's two different versions of this. Um, and it is a Thrall Premium Statue. Uh, now, this is it's just a really interesting piece. He's holding Doomhammer. He's also holding the axe that he had in all of BFA. Uh, the, all the time we saw him in BFA, he had the same same axe. He's wearing his armor. Um, I, I just, I love it. I think it looks really awesome. Um, are there any details you guys caught for this that, that I might have missed? Uh, the detail I caught is that Thrall is fully embracing that Fury Warrior life. I mean, yes, he's single-minded Fury, because Doomhammer is not a two-handed weapon, but I'll take it. He's still embracing the shaman. Fury Warrior life. The, <laughs> he's a shaman. The elements haven't been talking to him since he killed Garrosh. But he's a shaman. He's a shaman without the power of control over the elements anymore. Does make him less of a shaman? I, I think. Anyways, I think that makes him less of a shaman. <laughs> All right. Well, that statue costs you, if you want one, uh, six hundred dollars US. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want, uh, there's also a limited edition one, uh, and this is uh, this is I think it, it's a, a mold test or something. Somebody in the Discord was saying what this was earlier. Um, but it's it's colorless. Uh, which is ironic because it actually says in the description that it is a hand-painted statue. And um, it's colorless. So, what did they paint it with? Mold-proof. Thank you, Dragon Red. Uh, Mold-proof. Um, so, I'm not sure what paint they used to color it. Because it's not got any color. Uh, but glad it's hand-painted, I guess. Well, they had painted they the lazy. they had painted the base coat. <laughs> okay, sure, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, but yeah, I I do think this looks really cool. Uh, and 
I, I just I'm I'm really impressed with how well uh, how well it looks. Um, I hope it's more accurate to the final product than others have been they've, they've released in the last um, year or so. Uh, because I don't know that there'll be people who will want to be buying expensive $600 items if they don't look like they're supposed to. Oh, it has interchangeable Not... hands, too? Oh, it's one of those? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, to me, that that's just... No. Um, the interchangeable hands, to me, makes it feel like a toy. Oh, so I could have it just I could have him just holding one weapon. But why would I do that? Fury Warrior for life. Fury Warrior Thrall. <laughs> That's my headcanon now. Anyways, uh, the mold-proof one is $750 US. So they won't paint it for you, and they'll charge you more. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Like, uh, this, this might just I mean, be, be this might just be me not knowing what the big deal with the mold-proof thing is. Read back in the general chat on Discord. There's a description of that. I can see how for some that the mold proof would actually be a really cool collector's item. But yeah, so uh, those are the uh, new items on the Blizzard gear store. Um, they're really cool items. I'm really happy that they came out with them. And uh, I hope that uh, BlizzCon Line will get uh, more of those. All right. Well, now that we're done advertising for Blizzard... Let's let's pay let's pay some bills and do advertising for Audible. <laughs> uh, so today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week we're going to continue our Warcraft series dive with uh, Before the Storm. Let's have a listen. Rain fell on the somber throngs making their way to Lion's Rest, as if even the sky wept for those who had sacrificed their lives to defeat the Burning Legion. Anduin Rin, King of Stormwind, stood a few steps back from the podium where he soon would be addressing mourners of all the Alliance races. He watched them silently as they arrived, moved to see them, loath to speak to them. He suspected that this service honoring the fallen would be the most difficult he had endured in his relatively short life, not just for the other mourners, but for himself. It would be held in the shadow of his father's empty tomb. Anduin had attended far, far too many ceremonies honoring the casualties of war. As he did each time, as he believed every good leader did, he hoped and prayed that this one would be the last but it never was. Somehow there was always another enemy. Sometimes the enemy was new, a group springing up seemingly out of nowhere, or something ancient and long-chained or buried, supposedly neutralized, rising after eons of silence to terrorize and destroy innocence. Other times the enemy was bleakly familiar, but no less a threat for the intimacy of the knowledge. Once again, that was Before the Storm, written by Chrissy Golden, narrated by Josh Keaton, the voice of Anduin Rin. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, 
our question of the week from last week was, what kind of new costumes would you like to see introduced to the Howl's End vendor? Leo Wild says, first, I'd like for Howl's End costumes to be toys instead of items with limited charges. As for what? Maybe NPC races that aren't currently covered by other toys. I know Sethrak would be popular, so would Tortolan or Tuscar, or some of the new races in Shadowlands. Oh, what would you give for for Tortolan costume? I would <laughs> never not use that. Like I would be, I would be using it on cooldown. Wookie BH says Ericoa. Uh, yeah, Wookie BH says Ericoa costumes since they aren't playable in game. Serena Campbell says anything besides those dumb masks. I just throw them away. Masks were fun the first year, and after that, I was like, meh. And I just threw them away, too. And Track and Red says, I think battle pet costumes would be interesting. Well, that and mount and hunter pet costumes. Granted, I suspect they would have to make the costume dispel in PvP combat. And some survival hunters would prefer to be permanently costumed. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I play a survival hunter. I, I don't mind it. Our, our, our friend Seraphis is back uh, with a classic answer. I would like to dress up like a giant slab of bacon. This way I can go around to all the pig farms around Azeroth and yell, Look what glorious deliciousness you have become. Repent for the end is near. Embrace your inner bacony goodness. Then as, then as dressed up in bacon, I slaughter all the pigs. The event would be known as the Bacon Breakfast Butchering, or B3 for short. Whichever way the internet would like to go take it, of course. I'm not picky. But I deliver all the delicious pork belly to the Bacon King, who then grants me you a bacon buff, which increases all your stats by, oh, 50%. Because I don't know about you, but I after I eat bacon, I feel like I can take on the world, too. <laughs> Bravo, that sir. And sir does not surprise. I'm just gonna say. At all. No. Uh, Argent Rose says, mostly I just don't want everything to cost 5 billion tricky treats. Also accurate. I would I would like that too. Um, and then, uh, so our next question is, what are your favorite memories from BlizzCon's past? I feel like we've shared some of them already. I do want to actually very quickly add, Manny had answered the last, this question of the week before we actually posted the question of the week and we didn't get it on here. So Manny, true real Manny says, I think that an Azoth costume would be too hard. So I would go with a queen Ashara version. That would be cool too, actually. Although imagine walking around as an Azoth. I mean, I still have the eye. Might as well put on the whole costume. I'm just imagining all the NPCs around the world fleeing in terror. Or just start spouting random nonsense as a result of being near Nazoth. Ooh, I want a Nazoth costume now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail next week's question. I just wanted to get that in there. Uh, no worries. Um, I would say my favorite memory uh, seeing the Anaheim Convention Center with the BlizzCon stuff up for the first time. Second most favorite, most favorite military memory, the tour. 
Um, if I had to go with a memory that specifically happened at BlizzCon, um, when they announced Overwatch. Oh, that was crazy. Like, that was that was just insanity, and I loved it so much. I agree. That that was pretty awesome. It, that was definitely within my top three. I don't know if I'm capable of picking a favorite memory. Because I we really had one BlizzCon, so it's 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 hard to pick from just one group of memories. And plus, like I packed so much into that one BlizzCon, and I have so many wonderful memories. <laughs> I think if I tried to pick one favorite, I we 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 would have the show going on for another hour. <laughs> and then I looked up, and I saw the sky. And then I looked up again, and I saw the ceiling. Well, because. When you look up and see the palm trees, it's pretty awesome. And then, for example, when you are waiting outside to get, like, when, when you're outside in the hall within the convention center, waiting to get inside for opening ceremony, we're looking up because on the balcony above us, there are some people looking down at us as we were, like, tossing beach balls around. And you had to look up to get the beach ball, otherwise it's going to smack you in the face. Uh-huh. There's uh-huh. lots of looking up, Medros. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, the first world of podcasts, that was a lot of fun, too. And Con Before the Storm yeah. afterwards in general. like Love Con CBTS Before is Storm. always so, so much awesome. fun. Yeah. So basically our answer is we can't just name us one memory, so we don't expect you to either. We expect really long answers next week, guys, uh, and we look forward to hearing those. Absolutely. My favorite memory from BlizzCon's past is BlizzCon. <laughs> The whole thing. BlizzCon insert any year between from 2013 till 2019 here. And th- th- those are okay. my favorite BlizzCon memories. <laughs> I'm gonna channel Seraphis and say bacon buffet breakfast buffets at the at the Clar- at the Clarion Hotel restaurant. No, if I if I know Sarah, he's gonna pick the nachos from that one place in downtown Disney. He does talk about those a lot. I'm so sad I those didn't are, go this last year. Those nachos <laughs> are so good. I, I, I don't know what place you're talking about. I've only ever eaten in downtown Disney once. And it was an Italian place. Those nachos will haunt my dreams until I'm able to get them again. They were incredible. <laughs> oh. I, I, the answer, folks, from us is just there's too much to just... Yeah. Anyways. Um... Yeah, so uh, let's do shoutouts. Uh, Toasty, I'm going to let you go first. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to a good friend of the show, Will Seiler. Uh, he tied the knot over the weekend. So congrats Yay. to you and your wife. Congrats. And I wish you many happy years. And hopefully I'm able to see you guys next October. All right, Toasty. So here's the question. Turn back clocks to March. COVID doesn't happen. BlizzCon and the wedding on the same weekend. Uh, he was going to have it on the Sunday from what I remember. So you're basically taking off Sunday morning to Portland. Yeah. Okay. Worth it. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> and next- Allie, how about you? Oh, sorry. You got another one? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, managing all my stuff next October is going to be difficult. I have Will's we- Will's Will's big wedding. 
my uh, my other friend's wedding who like I I hooked them up. So I should probably be at that wedding too. <laughs> and BlizzCon. Quite a good idea. Yeah. Good luck with that. Hopefully they announce it BlizzCon early enough next year. I'm going to be spending a lot of money next October. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. All right, Ali, how about you? Oh boy. For reasons, I'm going to give my shout out to anyone who is responsible and wears a mask. You have my shout out. <laughs> Wear a mask. Let's have BlizzCon next year. Thank you. So my shout out is going to be to uh, mostly but not just uh, all of the Blizzard staff who live near the Blizzard campus. And uh, to anybody still going into the Blizzard campus, uh, there's a pretty significant fire that uh, evacuation zones are not far from the campus, uh, like probably within a few hundred feet of the campus. So uh, I hope everybody who uh, lives near there and is being evacuated uh, stays safe tonight and uh, that the fire does not uh, harm the campus because... There's lots of really awesome stuff there. I'd like to see not get destroyed. All right. Uh, I know we just did our shout-outs, uh, but we were just presented news from our good friend Manny in our ch- in our Discord chat uh, that we feel like we need to add a bit to our our show uh, to discuss. Um, so, legendary writer for Blizzard. Uh, He's had so many roles and, and done so many awesome things for Blizzard. Dave Kosak uh, has announced that after 12 years at Blizzard, he's moving on from the company. Um, I, I'm kind of floored because uh, he was he, he was somebody that I was happy to see join Blizzard. Um, I'm not sure if many know him from before he was a Blizzard, but he did these great comics um, and uh, he's just he was so creative even before he joined Blizzard uh, and he was a great addition to Blizzard um, he was a writer and game designer uh, on World of Warcraft and Hearthstone um, just yeah an incredible guy um, and he has uh, announced he's leaving the company um, what are you guys' thoughts Toasty? It'll be sad to see him go. I mean, he hasn't been working on WoW recently. Yep. I believe he's been working on Hearthstone in in the recent days. But yeah, it's sad to see him go. I'm excited to see what he's working on. Right. As I am with basically everybody who's left Blizzard over, over the past little bit. Um, it should be interesting, though. Yeah, it's, it's always a little... It feels a little heavy, you know, when you see some of these bigger names leave Blizzard. But it's also a little bittersweet because, you know, they're moving on to something that hopefully they're excited for and passionate about. And I also am eager to know what it's going to be and look forward to whatever secret project that they're working on. But uh, I, I wish him all the best and I'm grateful for all of his work over the 12 years at Blizzard. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen his work from before he 
join Blizzard, uh, look up Flintlock's Guide to Azeroth. Uh, his the lead character was Fargo Flintlock, which is where his, his nickname Fargo comes from. Uh, it's a an incredible comic series. Uh, re- definitely recommend checking it out. And there's actually a character, Fargo Flintlock, in-game. Uh, so definitely recommend checking that out. And uh, yeah, uh, tip of the hat to you, Dave. Uh, good luck in your next thing. And uh, just for those who are wondering, um, just save you the time of having to look it up, uh, he is not going to any Dreamhaven studio. Uh, he's actually joining the company Deviation Games to work on something secret. So excited to see where that goes in the future. And now, let's, uh, let's get out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali Show at DungeonFables.com and Toasty Stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostycan, at AliAndrusK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of uh, released announcement. Please? Maybe. I'm still sad. But you don't have the post-BlizzCon blues, Toasty. No, I have the no BlizzCon blues now. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.